0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. What's going on, man? How are you?
1: I really don't think that these things can actually start recording with three people until we get um, the third person on this to say ah oh, jesus before we start.
0: So um, So we were successful there.
1: Yes, we were absolutely <laughs> successful, which means I should probably say, "Hey Justin, what's going on, man? How are you?"
2: <laughs> I am uh, pretty isolated at the moment, guys. Pretty isolated. Join the club there. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah,
1: yeah I guys. I live in rural Nebraska. I I'm always pretty isolated. isolated. That's a valid point.
2: So you're been <laughs> the for a hot minute that, anyway. That's because rural
0: Nebraska is America's belly button. And I'm the lint. <laughs> Just uh, speaking of that, uh, I always like to remind people Raw and Order is part of the Tatnisco Podcast Network, so make sure to what? check out your other shows on the network. It'll make sense in a second. Make sure to okay. check out the other shows on the network, like the Tatniss Podcast Uncensored, Chicken Hen with SM, In the Dicebox Slam, Basement Bullshit, and the newest edition Carpool Shenanigans. And the reason I said it makes sense is they just posted part two of our guest appearance on Tatniss Co. Uncensored, or the Tatniss Podcast Uncensored, where um, we talked about our location here in Nebraska and referred to it as America's Belly Button. Okay. So, <laughs> I thought you
1: were referring to the Lint. The Lint. And I, lint. Like, I know. Me too. So, that's what I was thinking. Is there at. a new podcast that's Belly Button Lint? Because what
2: a fantastic name. Or like, I was just thinking like <laughs> it was a laundromat podcast or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we do this podcast 100% from your local laundromat. Straight up. You know what, guys? Let's get her done. I feel like it's a niche. We got this. Yeah, we got it. We get it figured out. <laughs> Just got
0: to figure out how to uh, set up the mic so they don't just hear this all the time.
2: <laughs> but we, we got Uh-oh, it. We're already distracted. <laughs> that's, our that's our background music. <laughs> <laughs> that's our background music.
1: <laughs> that's our background music. That's great. Yeah.
0: yeah that's, uh, that's not a good sign when even Justin being here doesn't keep us on task. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Guys... I haven't talked to many people. I don't go out anymore. I'm very isolated. So by all means, we're doing a little of our own little basement bullshit, if you will. Because <laughs> why the F not? Nah. So did you, need, did you need a dose of karaoke on tonight's show? We could do that for you. Honestly, I actually uh, recorded myself doing American Badass because that's my go-to every karaoke. And I'm, I'm going to release it tomorrow. So uh, you guys are going to have fun with that. <laughs> and i'm doing a video with it too so it's going to be me sitting at a computer desk because i'm quarantined or self-isolated i'm not quarantined i don't got the corona but you should never get the corona guys you should drink the corona um but yeah, and uh, so that should be a nice little pleasant surprise. I just got to do some video editing and so on. But I am so sorry to go off topic again, Officer Smarks. What were you about to say?
0: I'm going to keep us off topic because oh, the news that came out today is that uh, they're working on a new character for The Undertaker that I guess after WrestleMania, it's a little too late to start it now, but that I mean, he's not going to be the already are dead are man. It. And he's not going to be the American badass. He's going to be a whole new character.
1: You mean Mark the Gun Collector?
0: Yeah, maybe. And he, the Tiger maybe. Saver. He's just going to go back to. Tiger Saver. You can go
2: back to Mean Mark Callis. <laughs> Mark Calloway, the gun collecting Tiger Saver, here to save your tigers and cock your guns.
0: Can we say cock on the radio? If you're referring to uh, a, gun, uh, yes, a gun, yes, that's protected by the Second Amendment.
2: Or, okay. or, or, or rooster.
0: He's gonna rooster your guns. Rooster your guns, yes. And he is gonna grape him in the mouth.
2: Done, done, dun. dun, dun. Oh, Obviously, and ambulance.
0: Mm-hmm. Obviously, Justin's never watched *Twilight: His Kids*. You know, either he didn't get that. Right. No. Yeah. Get that memo. He's in. the grapist. He's the grapist. He's gonna grape him. I know. In the mouth. I
1: may be stranded for a little bit here. Uh oh. <laughs> What's up? Well, I just pulled up on an ambulance on the Interstate Exchange.
0: Uh oh. <laughs> Anyways. So um, if you're new to this show, we're going to get back on topic. So hey. if you're new to this show, uh, the premise is really simple. We take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of pro wrestling. Um, we don't discuss them in advance, so the answers are going yeah, but- to be up on the spot. Before we get into it, though, I would like to make sure to remind everyone to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you use so we can continue to grow and provide great content and get into more ear holes. So, um, <laughs> yep. I don't remember who went first. I don't remember any any week who went first. But I, I suppose I'll just go ahead and start uh, the fantasy book this week.
2: Uh, that's good with me. Go for it. And,
0: And so my challenge to both of you, uh, because it's really fitting for uh, this week, uh, because of the weird announcement yesterday on Raw, uh, I need each of you to book what the hell a Boneyard match is. Um... And I need you to come up with some rules. I don't need you to go, like, super in-depth, but what is the idea of it? What sets it apart from other matches? And then, of course, who's going to be the winner between AJ Styles and The Undertaker?
2: I'll go first. Okay. (laughs) Okay. so honestly i truly do believe that the boneyard match is a buried alive match like he's talking about he's gonna bury him in the plot uh of where he would die but i I don't know if i forgot the promo even though i did the recap yesterday um so i think it's just some sort of form of a buried alive match they've never done a boneyard match before right because i feel like i've heard this name before so i'm just not sure if i heard it from somewhere as else as far
0: as i'm aware they've never done anything named a boneyard match
2: mm. um fair enough so that's it so it's weird though i don't you know what i i feel like they have though um it's just not in a coffin like you're not going to put him in the coffin it's going to be something like uh up near the stage or something like that where you have to put dirt over him or something like that um, but if I were part of WWE Creative, um, what I would do with a boneyard match, um, it obviously would be in a yard. Um, it would also see like I'm always coming back to. I can't be creative with this. I'm always coming back to Barely Live. Um, boneyard. Um, I guess I shouldn't have went first, but I got it. Okay, so boneyard match. Essentially, I feel like it's gonna be a yard full of bones, kind of cheesy, more like a Halloween effect, if you will, and the only way to actually win the match is not necessarily to bury them, but to have it as a last man standing, kind of, if you will, and... Yeah, I don't know. Not very creative, but I honestly say AJ Styles is going to be taking it um, just for the simple fact that this is when The Undertaker could go away for a bit and then that's when his new character could rise. Not from the dead because he's changing characters. So uh, that's when Mark Calloway, the tiger saving um I forgot my own joke. The tiger saving gun collector uh, will make his appearance sometime in the future. And AJ Styles will be the ultimate phenomenal one. Even the phenom can't beat the phenomenal. So not much of a creative uh, joust on my part. But honestly, I don't know what else a boneyard match could be. It's just buried alive. Just came to my head. So uh, that's my story, guys. And I am sticking to it.
1: How long have you been waiting to do the phenomenal one over to the Phenom?
2: Uh, it's been a hot minute. I'm not going to lie. I was trying <laughs> to use it on Raw. I was trying to use it on the Raw recap. Didn't go down so much. So uh, I said, you know what? WBU. Let's get her done. Well, this is FBI. Yeah, seriously. One job. Uh, uh, <laughs> touche.
1: say <clears throat> Well played. You hit one job, kid, with one job. Ooh, uh, that's, that's harsh.
2: That's... Yeah. Oh, I, I, I submit to... F- Jesus, that does not sound good. Do not say <laughs> ever again. Please. If
0: if you'd have seen what I was doing, it did not look good either. I'm just oh, telling you. <laughs> right. But Okay. Well okay, we'll move on it. to DA What do yes. you think a boneyard match should be? A
1: boneyard match. Ooh. Um, a boneyard match. Like like I immediately go to it's gotta be a little bit more gimmicky than Bones in a yard, so I I think it's got to be about their their respective wealth each of them have earned throughout their careers, and so um, like their I don't know I I feel like their their individual accomplishments should be up for grabs here, um which would allow them to have you know I got more bones out of this. I don't know. Maybe a scavenger hunt of some type.
2: Yeah. I'd be down for a scavenger hunt. That would be that interesting. That would be awesome. Hell. Hey.
1: Hey. Um Kevin, can 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 I get the uh, I need to get for this bone I need to get uh the signature of an asshole.
2: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, Fun fact, actually, though, uh, Da Fabe. So, a boneyard. Obviously, there's um, uh, there's two definitions. Urban Dictionary has it as sexual intercourse, and um, also it's also related to a ghost town. So these are two.
0: Now, first of all, what doesn't Urban Dictionary define as sexual intercourse?
2: Um, anything with Officer Smarks in it? (laughs) Yes.
0: Almost anything that shows up on Urban Dictionary has at least one uh, definition that's to have sex. This is true.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go get me a Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. In case anybody was wondering, that's actually my, my actual name. So I'll stay DFA, but in case you didn't hear the second episode where we blew that <laughs> ages ago. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened numerous times. Kind of like Mark Calloway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'm gonna go with, um, you know, earning the bones, making bones. So I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do a, <laughs> I'm not even gonna fantasy book a um, match with a scavenger hunt, but that would be awesome.
2: I'd be um, down for that.
1: I think, it, it, I think it's going to be kind of like the uh, San Francisco 49er match from WCW. Um, where there's certain prizes they have to get to be able to win the match. Um, so it will be kind of a scavenger hunt. But, you know, like boxes on poles is what the San Francisco 49er match was. Um, and uh, I'm going to go with you know, they have to achieve certain accomplishments throughout the match. And uh, I'm going to say the Taker wins because um, the next time he loses at WrestleMania needs to be a retirement match. So I'm going to go with Taker. It's, that's what I got. They have to yeah. Yeah. achieve certain
0: individual accomplishments or bones to win. Hey, I mean, that's as good as anything. I mean, all speculation is it's going to be a buried alive match. Like, Justin was saying. Um, I just don't know, you know, why not just call it a buried alive match, if that's what it's gonna be. Alright. You know, it's it's like we're we're gonna have a special new match type, and it's gonna involve two people, and they're gonna be a team, but only one of them can be in the ring at the same time as the other. And and they have to tap each other's hands together to, to switch positions. So so a tag match? No, but it's not called a tag match. But its rules are exactly a tag match.
2: Honestly, I feel like the WWE doesn't even know what match it is yet. I feel well, like they're just going to wing it.
0: Right I, I actually day. did a quick Google search uh, for what is a Boneyard match. And the top like 20 results were all various different websites speculating on it. But one of them pointed out that in WWE.com's uh, official hype page for it, they refer to it as quote, Undertaker's signature match. Which, really,
1: because his signature match was the casket match,
0: yeah, and then the casket was, match was, or the very live match, match. He, those, those are two matches
2: Snow that he was because
0: even
1: though it was Kane's, it was
0: still his,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he was in them, yeah, so uh. So that's why most speculation is that it's just gonna be another buried alive match. But I don't see any reason to just not call it a buried alive match. Right. If it's gonna... so.
1: Other than being political and thinking, oh my goodness, you know, people are gonna think we're burying somebody alive. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> we're over that, guys. We know it's fake. Come on now.
2: Yeah. Wait, so, it's fake?
0: You literally have a match called Hell in a Cell, right? Buried Alive is is pretty.
2: Guys, I've I, I, I honestly always thought they just went to hell. They were one of the only people that were able to go to hell and then come back to earth, and it was in a cell. I I firmly believe they didn't that go the to world, hell.
0: The hell. They brought it brought was hell in that cell. Into the cell. That's yes. why it was Hell in the Cell. Uh,
2: let's uh I will I uh, agree to disagree.
1: Maybe they should light like the cell on fire. And that'll be the Boneyard match.
2: Hey, a Hell in a Cell Inferno match? Let's do it. I'm down to see that. Let's add some C4 to it and I'll watch.
1: Oh, my
0: lord.
2: (coughs) Don't make me super kick you like Moxley super kicked uh, Renee. (laughs) Renee, Don't make me do it. So
0: funny. That was good. What? (laughs) What do I not know about this? Renee Young uh, posted a video
2: where she she's out there and she's got like a it's like a hockey stick without the ringa skit. Uh, it's a ringa skit. It's a Canadian thing, eh? Yeah, whatever.
0: Um, and she's she's bouncing a a um,
2: toilet, paper. Well, the toilet the paper toilet paper challenge.
0: And uh, out of nowhere, Moxley comes in and super kicks her to the face, and then grabs the toilet paper and runs away. You know, toilet that's paper.
1: What, is scary. That's, that's as good. That's as good as uh, Orton's wife hitting him with an RKO out of nowhere into a swimming pool.
2: That was actually pretty awesome. Yep. That was really epic. That being said, the
0: the best so far wrestling-related toilet paper joke has to be on this week's Being the Elite uh, because it featured Kenny Omega stealing the toilet paper from all of the hotel rooms for uh, the AEW people at Dynamite and then cradling them all and rocking them to sleep like they're, they're his baby. Genius. It, it was Kenny Omega. Yep. Anyways, like I say, those are all as good a guesses as anything for a Boneyard match, so.
1: Yeah. I'll allow it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know how I fantasy book it? I don't make up a name without telling people what it is beforehand. Mm-hmm. Without, Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to leave it up to speculation, because you know what I wouldn't agree to? A match that I don't have a clue what the rules are. Yeah. Well, that's and I don't it is my one chance to to knock off the fiend on my WrestleMania like two other people have already done.
2: And I like how the commentators were just all like, Well, what is a Boneyard match? Well, I guess we'll find out at WrestleMania. Like to kind of say, Well, this is a reason to watch WrestleMania, guys. Like, I'm sorry. If that is the reason that I'm going to watch WrestleMania, then you put a shitty card on. And I'm not gonna watch it either way. <laughs>
0: Uh, who are you kidding? You're stuck in social isolation. You'll watch WrestleMania.
2: This is true. We, we all will. No, we'll no, no, tonight. I'm not. I'm. I, I'm not saying it's a shitty card. <laughs> I'm just saying if it was a shitty card and that was a way for uh, them to get us to watch it, that wouldn't be a good reason. But dude, have you heard what the
1: SmackDown women's matches at WrestleMania? SmackDown women's title matches. It's uh, a crappy. Uh, card. It's a crappy card.
2: But it's not <laughs> a great
1: card. That match is enough oh. to make it not a oh. great card.
2: Oh Jesus, that's that's harsh. What's uh, the what do you mean the fatal five way you're referring to? Or are you referring to another match? I was talking about
1: the six person match that well, is now, now
2: I... five. Okay, yeah. You know, what else do you want though? I feel like Sasha's gonna take that, and that's why I'm gonna be happy.
1: God, let's hope she gets a title defense out of this.
2: Who gets the title defense out of this? Sasha. Yeah. No, she's... Sasha will be winning it.
0: Yeah. And then defending yeah. it successfully, hopefully, because she has That's never so... successfully defended a, ti- a singles title.
2: Oh, are you serious? I did not Not, know not that. on the
0: main roster. She did down in NXT, but since she came up to the main roster, she's won the women's title four times. Three three or three four or something. three or four times um, but she always lost it on her first defense oh, twice the yeah. oh. bliss
1: and she only had one successful title defense with the women's tag titles
0: look mm-hmm. at you
2: guys fun match. facts
0: and and that's that, that's been something that's a- angered both of us for years because mm-hmm. it's hard not to argue that Sasha Banks is one of the best if not the best female wrestler in WWE, right? Um, you you can I'll go say back one and of the best,
1: but the best right now. I don't know. At one point, she was the best.
0: Well, the the re the only reason that you can't say the best right now was when was the last time she had a match?
1: Right? Yeah. But yeah, it's true. It's legit.
0: But so I mean, if if we were just legitimately putting odds down. On Sasha Banks versus almost anyone on the WWE main roster there's maybe only one or two that uh, (coughs) you would say definitively Sasha Banks wouldn't win against and that's I would say right now Becky Lynch just because she's at the top of the heap for Raw Uh, she's so hot for like wrestling fans, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. And um Charlotte has always been the the one that most people would say would beat uh Sasha. But can can you name another one on the main roster that you say should beat Sasha Banks?
1: Um sh- sh-
0: wait, you already said Charlotte. I already said Charlotte and I already said I said Becky and Bailey,
1: I mean, uh, no, old, not current Bailey. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'll I'll accept that answer. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, Shayna still can. Uh, like every time they show her card, they still say NXT on it. So she kind of, I don't know, doesn't count. Sasha yes, is sir. not ready for Oscar. Ah, uh, yeah, she is. The way she they booked so Oscar times. recently, yeah, she definitely is. Fair Oscar, two thousand seventeen, no, not really. the. That's messed up. That's How, a, we can go back point. How
2: we but, can but go anyways. back? The and then she wouldn't be able to beat her ages ago, but now she'd be able to beat her no problem. Oh, WWE, what are you doing?
0: Uh, ruining perfectly good wrestlers. That's all ah,
2: got ah, and here I was I was in a kerfuffle Now I know
0: Yep Yep.
1: Glad I could you clear things up for you got to say kerfuffle today Yep, yep What's What's wrong <laughs> with kerfuffle? Nothing, I'm proud of you for saying it Oh, alright,
2: fair enough I'm glad Thank you, you got, you got to use it, it. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Uh, you. uh Fabe, you're taking the next one, bud Oh, because you're not ready Sorry
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So my challenge Wow Um, Wasn't ready for that all of a sudden Um, My challenge was um, Related to an existing Storyline I would like you to book your own build To Roman Versus Goldberg Because there's been just Garbage build to this and and you can include that the fiend would have had to lose the title, or you don't have to include that the fiend would have had to lose the title.
0: Hmm. I think I can go first. Yeah, I think I got this. Okay, right. so I think it's a very minor uh, twist to to allow it to happen, uh, but a very minor thing that they could have done is been building a feud uh, or a match between Roman and uh, The Fiend leading up to Saudi Arabia but then you have Goldberg swoop in and take the match away from Roman right? because then now it's not just Roman saying I want a shot at that belt but it's Roman saying that was supposed to be my shot at the belt and you come in uh, with your "I'm a former champion" and and yada yada yada, blah blah blah. I want this match, and you took that away from me. And so now, instead of it just being I, "I'm next," there's actually a feud behind it. You cost me my shot at it. Now you could do it as Goldberg comes out during during a a, a match and costs Roman. The match to have the shot. Or you could do it purely political where they're setting it up, they're setting it up, and two weeks before the Saudi Arabia show, you have Goldberg show up and say, I've decided that I want to face the Fiend at Saudi Arabia. And uh, suddenly he's in there, and Roman now is the underdog who got his shot at the championship stolen away from him. Um, I think that would also help... (laughs) Get. sorry <laughs> I think that would also help get the crowd on Roman's side too because I think they would feel like he did get that shot stolen away from him because Goldberg comes back in and says I never really lost that belt and yada yada yada
2: yeah I could see that
0: um and then it, it solves all of the the crap that we give uh it because he just asked for a shot, whereas you know, Drew McIntyre had to beat 29 other people to to win a shot, you know? Mm. So I think I think that's kind of the easy way to fix it without really having to go out of your way. It's a really simple uh to to paraphrase Adam Cleary from What Culture. It's so easy to book WWE um right if you just put your mind to it.
2: So. That's a valid point. So that's Amen. my <laughs> um. Well, I saying, okay, what happened before Super Showdown? Who was the Fiend? Okay, the Fiend faced Daniel Bryan for a bit and then he went to Roman, right? That's essentially what happened? No, or, he didn't no. go to Roman
1: at all. It went from Daniel Bryan straight Just the Goldberg. to Goldberg.
2: Goldberg, yes. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So. Um which by the way, that whole thing was just super weird anyways between uh Goldberg and the fiend. I just didn't even like that at all um if that match still had to go on at super showdown um I would make it so that mm, it would be somewhat similar to... Uh, Officer Smarks, but it would be a bit different in the sense that um Roman Reigns um would have got attacked at Super Showdown if he was there. Uh because he wasn't there, right? I don't believe he was facing anyone at Super Showdown. No, um, I don't think no. I don't think so either, but um and he gets pulverized. Oh no
1: he had a match with
2: Baron, didn't he?
0: I've totally blocked Shusal
2: Showdown from so. my brain, but <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, and then he would have gotten attacked and on uh on on basically um on basically when when he gets up and the lights come back on, it says let me in on the wall. Now Roman automatically thinks it is the fiend. Roman comes, uh, so Roman decides to interfere into the Fiends match with Goldberg. Thus, you think he's going to start a feud with the Fiend. But then, as Roman Reigns attempts to get into the ring to do something to the Fiend, Goldberg is in mid spear. Lights go out. Goldberg spears Roman, or you see Roman on the ground after Goldberg gives the spear, and lights come on. We noticed that Goldberg gave Roman the spear, and then Bray Wyatt finishes Goldberg uh, for the one, two, three, thus creating that feud, feud, not food, but feud without the championship, though.
0: As a point of clarity, Roman Reigns did face King Corbin at uh, Super
2: Showdown in a steel cage match. Oh, snap. So, yeah. But that's how I would do it, and it would not involve the actual championship.
1: what a blessing that would be
2: right and at least the fiend could go against who's the fiend facing john cena well that wouldn't be for the title they would have put someone else because i don't know why john cena is there
0: i think john Cena is there to job to the fiend to try to rebuild the fiend At my thoughts
2: okay yep that's 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 actually very very possible
0: point of very, clarity I... on Sasha Banks she is a four time Raw Women's Champion uh, but yes never successfully defended
2: down ever.
0: Ever. ever she won it from Charlotte and then lost it 27 days later back to Charlotte <laughs> uh, she won it back from Charlotte and kept it for another 27 days and then lost it back to Charlotte in Mm. first defense. Uh, She won it from Charlotte and then lost it back to Charlotte. So that's three. And then she won it from Alexa Bliss after Charlotte had it, Bailey had it, Alexa Bliss had it. Uh, Alexa Bliss had it for 76 days. Mm. No, Excuse me, 112 days. I was reading the wrong line. Uh, Sasha won it from her at SummerSlam, and then eight days later, the fought, fa- not the raw, but the raw after that, lost it back to Alexa.
2: Damn. Eight wow. Days. Every
0: single, single time. Single, yeah, every single time she's lost
2: it. Do you think that was intentional?
1: Oh, uh, at some point, I mean, we have to face the facts that this is
2: fake and so yeah it obviously isn't <laughs> <you>. <laughs> no but I mean that's horrible never successfully defending it ever
0: her total combined days as recognized by the WWE is 80 days in 4 wow. reigns so that means she averages 20
2: days per reign and 0
0: defenses per reign
2: that ain't right my girl Sasha needs it back and she needs it for like a year and a half with a hundred defenses successfully defending at a hundred times i
1: think they're about to make becky's title more volatile as in, it's gonna start moving a little bit more on Raw, the women's title. So I think that's that's not entirely out of the realm of possibility to have her have a one-year reign or even a seven, eight, nine-month reign. You know, mm-hmm. ever, ever carry it all the way to Royal Rumble and lose it at the Rumble, and then get into the Rumble match to try and get a shot at it at WrestleMania back or something. You know,
0: Becky Lynch yep. has one reign as champion, <laughs> and is 350 plus days.
2: How many um, times did she defend it?
0: Um, the Wikipedia article doesn't specifically say, oh, but three. 351 days, or whatever, I guarantee you she's defended it multiple times. Alexa Bliss in her three reigns had it for 398 com- uh, combined days.
2: So... Hmm. Damn. Yeah, they're doing my girl Sasha wrong that's that's horrible. I don't accept. I Definitely don't accept but what you guys will accept is um, Essentially my little fantasy booking that I'd like you guys to segue Right, right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you um, Alright, so I've thought of this uh, for a whole five minutes And I think it's a doozy. (laughs) Um, So, essentially, with no crowd in the foreseeable future, and with finally WWE not doing just a bunch of replays, or I guess that's not true. They showed two matches on Raw last week, or yesterday. And... Um, because AEW is doing good. They're a goldmine. Honestly, the last AEW the AEW show last week was spot on. Wrestlers in the crowd was dope. If you were ahead of WWE and the corona wasn't going anywhere anytime soon, and you're not allowed a lot of people into the building, what are without saying do whatever AEW is doing because that's a cop out answer. What would you implement? If you had to use the performance center, uh, certain things that you would like to see if you were the viewer to get the crowd going, to start watching and actually be thoroughly entertained.
0: Well, I think I'll go ahead and go first because, I don't know, can't keep my mouth shut sometimes. Um, sometimes. Hashtag truth. (laughs) That's the truth, truth. Uh...
2: (laughs) New 24-7 champion, by the way. 35th yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, buddy.
0: Yeah, with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> I think I think it's just a sign that they've already soured on, on what's-his-face. I can't even remember what his name is. The guy who was 24-7.
2: Uh, Riddick, Moss, Moss, Riddick Moss. Riddick Moss.
0: Because uh, They were all building him up as no one's even brave enough to come and challenge me. There's not people uh, chasing me down and all this stuff. And then they have him lose it in a vignette
2: uh, while he's out jogging to a single surprise roll up. You know what? Thank you for that, though, for not remembering his name, because I messed up his name uh, while I was doing the recap quite a few times. I was always like Moss Riddick, Riddick Moss. And then I was changing it up all the time. (laughs) and I'm like god damn it so I had to google it because that just goes to show you though this guy has been champion for what two three four weeks five weeks two months whatever have you and has had successfully defended it but no one cared
0: yep well and I think part of it is they built it up like because Mojo Rawley was the 24-7 champion and he was his bodyguard and then he betrayed Mojo Mm. and and then Mojo promptly just effed off and and didn't care, you know. Right. There, there was never a retaliation attempt or all that stuff. And now Mojo's back over on SmackDown, uh, uh-huh. being being hype again, as if the whole uh, breaking this up with the safe. hype pros never happened.
1: Right, Mojo's bestie was coming, so that's why he didn't care anymore about the twenty four. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, my bestie's gonna host WrestleMania. Yeah, and do really bad dancing.
2: Yeah, no, horrible dancing. Um, to be fair, it's probably better than your dancing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's why I don't dance on a stage. Oh, no, this is true. And I don't w- walk out and then awkwardly dance for 10 seconds and then walk normal for a bit and then awkwardly dance and then and then dry hump a ring post. I just chose not to do.
1: Um, I on the other hand, um have danced on a stage. It was in college and I was trying to pay bills, man. Sorry.
0: Hey, dude, no judgments here. To be perfectly honest, if it weren't for the coronavirus, money sometimes gets tight enough I'd think about it, but um, <laughs> I I'm I'm really thinking, you know, with a webcam, but just Venmoing money just really doesn't doesn't have the same sort of ring, so um
1: <laughs> That went
0: south really fast. That's my fault. I'll take that one. But uh <laughs> So, so the first thing that I would do um, if I were WWE is the first two weeks following uh, WrestleMania, I would book off to be a new WWE draft. But I would set it up more like a legitimate draft. Right? Mm-hmm. So there's the pool. Um, and And this way you can record these vignettes of people being drafted to one team or another you can send them hats for Smackdown or shirts for Smackdown and shirts for Raw you know just like they do in in the NFL or the NBA or whatever you know when someone gets announced they go to a camera of someone presenting him with a shirt or whatever Um, and that's a great way to kill a week or two Mm -hmm. Uh, without having to worry too much about wrestling matches.
2: Yeah, but the fans won't like that. I'm talking about entertainment here. If you do it right, the fans will like it.
0: Now, the first thing um, to do it right is you have to have actual people making the picks, right? Mm -hmm. Not uh, like they did last year. Hey, here's... uh, Video of the people at Fox who are in the war room or whatever. Right. You you actually designate, and this gets back to something we talked about on WBU, um, assigning authority figures to Ron SmackDown again. Mm. Uh, they don't have to be general managers or whatever, but you—that's what you could call them. Um, but you say, listen, we're we're setting this up we're getting back to this, so this is the person who's in charge, the commissioner, you could even call him, of Raw, if you wanted to. Um, uh, and he is going to be making the picks. And and you put a clock up, and the clock is you know, 20 minutes that they're on the clock to make a pick. Um, you even could have it be like, the first week is the W wwe combine where all of the people take part in drills to show off how good they are you know uh, okay uh, so so in ring drills of them running the ropes uh who can run the ropes better who can deliver the biggest moves off the top rope things like that uh and then the second week be the actual draft something like that but i mean you say fans don't want it but the simple fact is the ratings for the NFL draft here in America are through the roof right? at least for the first two nights of it when it's people that people know when right. you get to the, the you know, third night where it's 7 through 20th round or whatever I don't even remember how many rounds they do anymore there's, there's a total of 7 ok so 5 through 7 no one cares anymore
2: Mm, true.
0: People tune in to see who, who Mr. Relevant is at the end. That's about it. But the first, do the next three Tom rounds, Brady might be.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tom Brady's even going to be Tom Brady anymore. So
2: <laughs> that's mm, it.
0: Probably not. But, but so that's that's what I would do to kill at least a couple weeks. But then what you got to do is. Like you say, you can't just copy AEW because we've already seen them copying AEW. Um, This week, Raw, they moved the hard cam to instead of being to the right of the ramp when people come down, they put it straight ahead of the ramp, right? So now instead of looking across at seats, it's looking straight at the ramp, which is what AEW did the first week that they did the empty arena. They immediately said, listen, we don't want this camera pointing at empty seats. Let's point it at the entrance ramp. And WWE, after a week, was like, you know, that's a really good idea. We should do that. That's a... Anyways, but ideas so I... are stolen.
2: Yeah. To be fair though. They also had a week to look at how it looked on WWE so WWE didn't get that uh, option to kind of see how well I mean I guess you can always kind of still you know look when you're doing the camera angles oh this kind of looks weird and so on but they didn't think they were going to get that much of a backlash for it so aew kind of learned from WWE's mistake well
0: you can say that but but when you're running a multi-million dollar company you don't get the excuse of i didn't think you know it's your job to think of these things Mm. you know and so but that being said what i was getting to is they can't like you said they can't just copy what aew is doing so they have to think outside the box Um, The problem is their best outside-the-box thinker that WWE had just showed up on AEW uh, in Matt Hardy. (laughs) Yeah, Wonderful! So, um, but that's really, and I think that's going to be the saving grace for AEW. I think we're going to see a lot more stuff filmed at the Hardy compound. Um, They already had that Lance Archer filmed at... Lance Archer's wherever
2: (laughs) That was actually really awesome That was some kind of like yeah that was pretty badass Mm -hmm.
0: Was I the only one who saw that and watched the ring ropes And said those ropes are way too loose Someone's gonna get hurt
2: (laughs) Um, I thought of it but then I was just like eh, It's a ghetto backyard thing I'm a jigger They don't have professionals doing the ropes And tightening them and so on and so forth Plus he's a beast he won't get hurt only everyone else will.
0: But but so I think AEW is going to do a lot more of that stuff. So what WWE has to do is take a step back and think, we've got this whole performance center. We've got all week that we can film stuff in it. Right? right. Um, and And reports have it that they're doing a lot of this. So, that they're filming a lot of stuff, not just for WrestleMania, but for next week's shows mm-hmm. as well. Uh, in advance. um but you know, like I said, they can have things that take place in the practice areas of uh the performance center, you know there's that one room in the performance center we've seen it before that has three rings set up in a triangle, right mm-hmm. so so you put together something where where two characters who are battling like, so it's after Wrestlemania doesn't matter who won Rhea versus Charlotte you can now have Charlotte and Rhea want, or, or Rhea wanting revenge and setting up a you know a three rings of hell match or something where each ring had a different uh, gimmick to it It um, mm. and... sounds like a Mormon man's nightmare
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus three rings of hell <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no that. i got it i got it that is just
1: it was bad but i went with it
2: yeah fair enough
1: but so <laughs> moving
0: I, on <laughs> so you can do that um you can have things where uh chad gable's back there um because i'm not calling him shorty Jean. um and cesaro <laughs> walks by and makes a joke about how you know i i I bench press weights bigger than you or whatever and Chad Gable then challenges him. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Chad Gable uh, challenges him and says, Oh yeah, really? Let's go over. There's a weight bench right there. Let's see what we can do. And, and so it's not wrestling directly. It's, it's wrestling adjacent, but it's still a competition and it can still be some stuff, some fun stuff happening. There's a lot of that stuff that they can do, but all it takes is thinking, Outside the box, outside the ring, even. Um, mm. You could even do goofy stuff like, like uh, take some of your comedy characters, Drake Maverick, maybe, and and have him playing hide and seek with someone else in the performance center. So you keep checking in with the people playing with him as they're looking for Drake Maverick, and he's hiding behind the punching bags in the corner or whatever right so you can have some lighthearted humorous humor stuff in it as well mm-hmm. but but it takes takes stepping away and saying listen if we're gonna have an empty arena why should we have the arena at all right right if there's not gonna be a crowd in the arena then then we don't need to have it in the arena we can have this stuff wherever we need to um hmm. my worry is they're going to instead do more talk shows and contract signings.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a given.
0: Which I cannot tell you how many times I've heard, ooh, a contract signing on Raw, I better rush home so I can make sure to watch it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Interesting.
1: I don't think I've ever heard that. How many times have you heard it?
0: Um, Never. None. I mean, I
1: know you can't, you can't tell me, but...
0: Yes. No, I, I can't. The only reason I can't tell you is it's zero. Oh. And it's really hard to, uh, you know, verbalize how little that is. Is <laughs> really hard? When I even like say two, zero? Two syllables difficult? <laughs> zero is more syllables than I actually think it should be.
2: Oh, snap. <laughs> zero. And I say it really fast. Zero. 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 Mm. You were. So
0: that's, it. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I would you need to go
2: cool out more. This is very sad. Corona, just leave us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sure, would be
1: nice to have more to talk about than this.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's about the only thing is. This is this leaves us. A, we sure picked a great couple of weeks to launch our review podcast, huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, did did hey, you know what was
1: going on? What's up with that? Says this? the guys who've reviewed WWE with matches
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true you did pretty good on your nxt one though so at least you know
1: considering the hand,
2: you, hand
1: yeah whatever considering
0: aw anyway. uh, was far superior in every way yeah this is true
2: <sighs> <sighs> that's this what game,
1: i would t-shirt so. company <laughs>
0: I am just waiting to hear what DFA would do instead.
2: Yeah, one job. Well, and, and I'm about to do it. Alright, perfect. Just making sure. That's fair. Do it. Um, <laughs> Just do it. But <laughs> just, just do it. Do what? it. What? Do it. Be like a Nike commercial and just do it. No? no. Okay. I... Okay, you can go.
1: Yeah, I...
2: Anyway. Um, so, I...
1: I don't think we're far off on, on where they're at, because what I've noticed in the past when there is a competition between two companies, doing what the other company does doesn't always mean success with what the other company does. I would say in this particular instance, so what AEW wanted to do and what, what uh, Bischoff wanted to do in the in the 90s, I didn't want to be... Bischoff has said numerous times he didn't want to be better than the WWE because if he was better than WWE he, at doing what they did, in order to be better than them at what they did, he had to do what they did. Huh. And so for a long time, he was going to be worse than what they did. He wanted to be, he could be better, worse, or different. And the easiest one to get to was different. Hmm and I would say the easiest one for WWE to get to is different. Um, I would say you want to go different than where they're at right now. I think, uh, I think minimum one of their three shows per week should be almost a, uh, a wrestler takes over type thing. Um, and so a particular wrestler takes over and just goes through some of his favorite matches of all time. um, I don't think that would hurt anything at all, or half the show. Um, I think that would be really, really good, and then you can have him, but not his own matches. So like you don't do the Miz, because then you're gonna have the Miz do this is me beating John Cena, and here's me beating John Cena again, and here's me beating this person, and, and so that's that's what you're gonna get if you if you do the Miz to maintain character. Oh, god!
2: The Miz would be freaking awesome. <laughs> well, The Miz is
1: awesome. He's oh, The Miz, and okay. he's awesome. But in terms of if no, no, you no, allow no. him to do he's his own patches... Awesome! Thank you. But if you allowed him to do that, then it makes it 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 makes it The Miz show. And I think what you can do is you can... I think what you gain by doing that, if... if if you don't have to do it for five or six weeks... Because again... WrestleMania is still a week and four days out... week and five days... Well, four days if you count... That it's on two nights now... So it's a week and four days out... So this buys you a little time for that... Um, I think it allows you to... Cut that amount of wrestling that you have to do... In those promo times... Down to one show a week... So... Or two, 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 two shows a week... So this week... Um, it's going to be because Adam Cole, or the first week after WrestleMania, because Adam Cole's still the, the um, NXT champion, let's say we do it with NXT, then it's going to be Adam Cole's favorite WWE matches of all time. WWE, WCW. So it allows him to pick through all of those matches of all time. He could say, mm-hmm. oh, Bob Backlund versus Iron Sheik was such a big deal for me. And they can actually replay Bob Backlund versus Iron Sheik. And I think what that does is allows them to sell the network um, in a way that, that they've never really sold it before. Um, which which gives you some of, the, some of that stuff. So, you know, I don't think you do... You know, Royal Rumble 2015, I think you get some old matches on there. I think you get the the Iron Man from Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. And maybe even just show the highlights of those matches. Uh, but that one wrestler was hosting that weekend. So you use your best talkers. You don't use Roman Reigns for that. You use, you know, Adam Cole. You use, um, I'd like to say the Miz, but... But again I think the Miz's character Requires him to be all about himself So I think that hurts that A little bit um, You use Kevin Owens Kevin Owens would be fantastic with that Yeah um, Sami Zayn um, Could do that really really well um, Baron Corbin As annoying as he is Oscar, a- <laughs> Os- Yeah ha- have Oscar go on a rant And then all of a sudden it's a great mood to match You know whatever it may be um, and you, and you could do that or you could do, you get to tell me your favorite match. You get to tell me, you don't have to just do one guy hosting the whole thing. I like the idea of one guy hosting it. I also like the idea of, so it's an XT. We haven't, we, 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 we want to build a feud for the title, um, with Adam Cole. Well, well, obviously they're going to keep this. I think they should be keeping this Champa, um, this Champa Gargano feud even longer than after TakeOver which I guess maybe TakeOver is not happening
0: now because they actually uh, on that night yeah they well they announced a couple weeks ago that TakeOver wasn't going to be happening Uh, but they uh, just announced I think it was today or maybe it was yesterday that the matches that were scheduled for TakeOver will be happening over the next few weeks on NXT TV okay
1: so so You can do some of those types of things, I think. And you still have those matches. I just think that there's a way to go about... I think this is a really good opportunity for them to rest back their their wrestlers, to have the talkers talk. You can have the rock could come back for that just as easily as anybody else. If you wanted to bring somebody back or stone cold or whatever it may be, you can build some feuds by having, you know, somebody interrupt somebody else. So I'm, I, I use Adam Cole, Bebe, as my example earlier, and I'm going to stick with him. So let's say that we're going to maintain the Tommaso Ciampa, uh, Johnny Gargano feud right now. Um, and so we're gonna really need a new title contender well suddenly uh we've already got Roderick Strong and uh the the probably second best talker in NXT um in a feud right now so you're not gonna have you're not gonna have uh Velveteen Dream challenge for the title but gosh Finn Balor doesn't have a whole lot going on right now
2: which is shocking and weird like what happened with that
1: he beat somebody that was it I I beat Johnny
0: Gargano. It's over. They
1: did a, they did a vignette this week, which makes you think there's going to be a different
0: push for him coming first. Balor is apparently spending a little bit of time on NXT UK going after. So, but
1: you, you can choose the next title contender to actually interrupt Adam Cole, maybe even have a fight there. And then now they're the one who takes over and starts doing their favorite matches of all time. Um, Adam Cole, baby. Sorry, I know you guys got a little confused there for a second. Yeah, it's was wow. really, really was like, Who's he
2: talking about? <laughs> In the weeds. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. I almost <laughs> forgot. Anyway, so um, I love that both of you did that just now, just so everybody's <laughs> aware. Thank you.
2: So confused. Uh, <laughs> the whole world is going bazonkers. There's this Adam Cole dude, and there's Corona. This is messed
1: up, guys. <laughs> ah. So um and and, that, and again that's probably because I, I do the NXt reviews um I didn't have a problem with this week I really didn't I didn't I loved the the hour and 20 minute basically a vignette for the the longest what I would say is probably the current longest running storyline in professional wrestling and in, in North American professional wrestling um the only one that would be longer. Um, is if it ever became came to fruition that there was Cole Cabana versus CM Punk, um, otherwise there, I don't know of a, a storyline that's longer than that that still has active wrestlers, and that and that would I guess Cole Cabana and CM Punk would be, mean CM Punk would have to be an active wrestler, and he's not, so um, I think some WWE people would argue that Goldberg and Brock Lesnar was longer, but I would not, so. Is, you know, it had a 17-year hiatus. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's I would do that with one of the two shows a week, and then I would I would film standard matches, I would film unique matches. Um, we talked on WBU about potentially doing a um two rings of terror type match where there's two rings side by side and it's a gauntlet match, but the rest time that you have The only rest time that you have is the other matches going on and the two gauntlet champions, the ones who go through their entire gauntlet, now face each other for a title shot or whatever. And I still think that'd be a really cool idea that they can't normally pull off. And right now they can pull it off because they can have two side-by-side rings and be like... You know, you want to you want to do away with your opponent as fast as possible, so that person doesn't get very much rest, and then you want to get some long rest time. So you may even go in and interfere in that other match to get yourself some additional rest. Um, I think you could do a lot with just really unique, non-known, non-existing wrestling matches that I think could really be built a lot, like Smark said, where that where you know you can have hide and seek. Um, I didn't know this till this week That Braun, who who shall remain Nameless, because Smarks hates him right now Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about Braun and uh, Drake Maverick are besties Um, I would play up on that A little bit, you know Um, but I, I just think That each show could have You know, one or two of its marquee people Do favorite matches And when they do these favorite matches Um you know, build an an additional storyline because let's face it, the end of the season theoretically is WrestleMania. So get to the get to the Super Bowl, get to the championship, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, get through that. And it's okay to take a few minutes and just, you know, both sell the network at the same time. Hey, this is what we have that's different. We can go back and show you the greatest wrestlers of all time. And they can't. And at the same time, by the way, we have just as good wrestlers right now. With the other two shows And then each week they just That buys you three weeks worth of mm-hmm. time Of not having to do a show uh, Or not having to have a wrestler on those shows and, and being able to feature the talking ability Of each of those wrestlers So I think you gain a lot by doing that um, I think it sel- helps settle the network um, And I would do at least One of the two shows each week Would be entirely favorite Just, just greatest of all times list type things that they would do
2: gotta be honest with you. I, uh, I, uh, hate your idea. I figured you would (laughs) No, honestly, cause at the same time, then what's the WWE network for Yeah. You're promoting the WWE network. Sure. Um, but I'm also just not going to watch then. I'm not going to waste my prime time spot on watching a bunch of old matches when I could just go on the WWE network and watch them at another time to my convenience
1: sure sure for a network owner yeah um i would say so i'm gonna ask you a silly question have you ever watched a psychosis versus dean malenko match
2: i remember actually watching a few of them in wcw but i cannot tell you like i would have to go back to it for sure but i definitely remember watching um Dean Malenko and Psychosis and even Hoovitude and Psychosis and stuff like that. You know what I'm
1: saying there, like you would you even go to the network to look up Dean Malenko versus Psychosis? You might now because I mentioned it.
2: No, no, but, but I, I definitely saying? wouldn't. No. You're right. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like for instance, I finished Raw and then I went to the and I saw the Broken Skulls uh, thing with Bret Hart. And that's I saw my, it, it, Yeah. And I found oh myself God. watching the entire thing. And I was like, oh, this is amazing.
1: Yeah. Broken Skull Sessions is way better than. The, the, it's it's raw. the best talk show they've ever done.
2: <laughs> yeah. For sure. By the way, that's an old Bret Hart interview, right? I feel like I might have seen it a while ago.
1: No, oh, that was just recently recorded with oh. Stone Cold. Yeah. That's legit.
2: Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, because I was mean, super
1: Brett's, entertained. For for a guy with uh, with concussion syndrome, whatever that's called, um, his memory's incredibly consistent.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it was it was really uh, Austin really saying the majority of things, though. Brett was kind of just agreeing at the same time. Yeah. Um. But oh, but we, what's very Brett's consistent is, is not his as
1: good as Goldberg.
2: His hatred uh, for a lot of oh, man and he, he even gave Vince props too which was kind of hilarious
1: yeah and, um... but yeah anyway no I I in terms of talk shows if that's what they had every Monday night was a 30 minute v- version of that I'm in I'm in if you want okay. you want to interrupt wrestling with one of those that's fine not build any storyline just go hey this is what it, what it used to be you know, or whatever it yeah. is. Um, I For love sure. old guys. I, I love old guys recalling the past. Like,
2: uh, I. if you pause, so you just said, I love old guys. So it was hilarious.
1: I do. I, I love old
0: men.
2: Ouch. Sparks, you still there?
0: And we're done. We're done. Here. <laughs> I'm just going to headliner that section there and just put it up on YouTube. <laughs> oh, my Lord, this thing is going to be titled D.A. Fame Loves Old Men.
2: <laughs> <laughs> On loop with my Drink the Corona song in the background. <laughs> <laughs> or no, we do a remix. Don't get the corona. Drink the old men. Wow. wow. That nope. actually okay. more awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to cut that out if you'd like. <laughs> nope, nope. Not going <laughs> <leave it. Nope. laughs> to Say it in.
0: um but no i mean i i kind of agree with the a on on you know you you've got this huge back catalog and there's even a lot of stuff that's not on the network there's a lot of old awa stuff that's not on the network yeah that the vast majority of the people watching wwe would never have seen right and and you can do that you can you know, have an entire segment on Raw called From the Vaults, where it breaks out this old footage of, like, early Macho Man. Sure. You know, um, Things like that that, you know, really can go into it. So, I think there's a lot they can do there. I think, you know, exploring the, uh, the idea of an NXT invasion, for lack of a better term, uh, onto the main roster... Could be fun to drive a little bit of excitement as well. Because it's in their, it's in their house. It's in I their like, house. You're in our house now. Yeah,
2: this is where we trade and, and do all this. Which stuff. I'm shocked they have not done. I'm sure if Triple H was still like head honcho, they just
1: uh, did an invasion though, and I think maybe that's what they're they're nervous about because they just did one with us with with a Survivor Series. They could do a Raw and SmackDown invade XD that might work.
2: Yeah, Possibly. but it worked. So who won the invasion, technically, by the way? NXT. Okay. They, won,
1: they, they won Survivor Series.
2: Oh, um, it's true. They won, like, four six matches. To, six, two to six, one. That's it.
0: But, but, yeah. I mean, the simple fact, you could have it be, like, uh, here are some NXT superstars training in the Performance Center, and then here's... Raw superstar Rusev walking through saying <laughs> you guys think you're good enough? You're not even close. You know, or whatever.
1: You can only squat 450
0: pounds? Put seven more plates on. But or something like that. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of Rusev, he did send out a tweet today uh, saying that he's got $20,000 to help any one of his WWE family members who may be hurting for money during this time if they're not working. So, uh, so he's another one of the good guys. Unlike a certain big man.
1: We might even call him a stro
0: man. Yeah, he is definitely not brains. So.
2: Oh yes, you're referring to the Twitter uh, comment that was just Please trying to. be uh... stupid.
0: Stupid. stupid. So stupid. anyway, maybe we have Randy a
1: Orton. That's another vignette they could do. They could have Randy Orton looking through Twitter. Strowman walks by he goes, Oh, what's your Twitter say? Stupid. Oh, stupid,
2: stupid, <laughs> stupid,
0: stupid, stupid. That'd be hilarious. Before we go off on another rant, let's just move on to nullify, vilify, or deify. <laughs> That's right. That? It is our shameless copy of Fire Push Barry. Mm-hmm. Rules are simple. You must nullify someone out of wrestling entirely. Mm-hmm. You must vilify someone to the bottom of the card and deify someone just like Brock Lesnar every time he decides he wants money, straight to the top of the card. Hey. So, first round choices are I'm going with N named WWE women. So, you've got Nia Jax, Natalia, and Naomi.
1: That's brutal.
2: You're Whoa. fired. Who... You're fired. Sa- can you say that again?
0: N-named WWE women. Nia Jax, Natalia, and Naomi.
2: Oh, snap. Nullify, okay.
0: Villify, or teify. Um. Hey,
1: I'm going to go with an N-named response for all three. So let's hear. Vilify starts with a V. Deify starts with a D. I guess I'm going to nullify all three. <laughs> uh, nope. You, you got to <laughs> no, Can't do it.
2: You got a deify.
1: You have got a vilify. All right. Um, I'll go first. Um, unlike Smarks, I don't entirely hate Nia Jax, So I guess I'm going to her because I do think she's a title title contender, but I would I would prefer to do it in squash matches so she runs less risk of hurting somebody. Mm. So we'll go with that. I'm gonna go with um <sighs> vilifying Naomi.
2: That's harsh.
1: Uh, I I don't I just don't know that the, the fungdactyl has really contributed that much. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna nullify her, um, and she can just be Jimmy or Jay's wife, whichever one's wife she is. Um, Jesus.
2: No regard. Oh my god.
1: And I'm gonna I guess I'll vilify. I'll I'll vilify Natty because she's at the bottom of the card anyways, but there is a lot of history there, um, and she's done a lot of teaching. She may not put on great matches, but she has done a lot of teaching that's been very good for women's wrestling. So um, I'm st- I'm gonna vilify Natty, and I'll I'll yeah Naomi the fun dactyl's gone. Naomi's gone. <laughs> she's never yeah her career's done. Wow! Ugh, that hurt.
2: Yeah, you're an
0: artist.
2: Your turn. You done All yep. right, fair enough. You gotta do it. Gotta do it. Um, honestly, Naomi straight to the top, though. Uh, I don't know what uh, Da Fab is talking about here with his rubbish. The Funkadactyl is not done. And uh, it's—I don't think the WWE is necessarily going to do anything with her. But if I was in charge, Naomi deserves her freaking shot. She was SmackDown champion once before, correct? Yes. She deserves it again. It's been a hot minute. Uh, you if anything, glow. Got it. I definitely want to feel that glow. That's for sure. Um, I am creepy.
1: The way you said it, just so you know.
2: <laughs> it's what creepy.
1: Creepier the way you said it.
2: Ah, uh, you know, the creepier the better sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. no, actually never. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, but I I hate to do it. Um, well, no, I don't hate to do it. Nia Jax, get out of here. Um, I don't know. She's not gonna do anything. Like she had that thing with Alexa Bliss, and I feel like that was her only biggest moment. Aside from that, she hasn't done anything. I would like to see her back, but if we're vilifying people, uh, Nia Jax, you're out of here. You're just like uh, uh, a baseball in Fenway Park. You're out of here. No, no, okay. And then I guess we'll drop Natty to the bottom of the card. Although I think she also deserves a shot, but god darn it, she just has no charisma. She's too nice. She needs to fuck she needs to just get some cojones or get some charisma or talk to someone who has some kind of excitement because she's an amazing wrestler and all she needs is that uppity up up charisma to get the ball rolling because she's stale as a stalemate in chess it's done once she starts talking because i am bored so she's getting pushed to the cards, but not leaving because she's still a heart, and she deserves to be there.
0: So, uh, fun fact, Naomi is actually a two-time SmackDown woman. That's what I thought. Um, and she, why didn't you say anything? Uh, I was waiting for you to get done.
2: No, I she, meant uh, Mr. Uh, DA over here.
0: Yeah, She held it. Uh, she, she beat, beat Alexa her. Bliss and held it for eight days, and then lost it back to Alexa Bliss. Um, and then... She won it back 40 days later from Alexa Bliss and held it for 139 days. Hey! But uh, that was uh, ended in August of 2017. And since then, not a sniff. I think she's had some title shots. But you're right, she hasn't won it since then. I will also, here's the surprise, a lot of people might not know, I was Natty very has held the title more recently than oh, yeah. Naomi. In fact, Natty was the one who beat Naomi for the title in oh, all dirty. Well, that just
1: adds fuel to the fire. Yeah, that tells that tells you how unloved she is. She lost the title to Natty.
2: Damn. <laughs> that's horrible i feel bad for both those women both those women are so amazing oh well not amazing again she has no charisma but she's a great wrestler but oh yeah, that's the problem is you can't teach charisma yeah you can you can give her paul heyman and boom
0: that's great. not teaching her
1: that's just giving that's, her that's just giving her a great speaker <laughs> this is true about
2: truly noted or like Twitch make her with work her, with Alexa Bliss or something, man. Like
1: sex slave outfit. Outfit. I'm just saying, a mouthpiece wouldn't be so bad. Maybe a ball gag, so we don't have to hear her talk anymore.
2: Has there been any heart who's had charisma? Brett. Yeah. Brett. Owen.
1: Brett had, Owen had tons of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Owen used true. it. Used machismo.
2: No, that's razor. But oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. No, Owen and Brett. Yeah, that's valid. So. I don't know.
1: I don't. I would say. I would say. uh, Oh, um, not Davy Boy. Not the who who did Dave tag tag with? Dynamite Kid. Dynamite Kid had a a lot of charisma. Davy Boy's was okay. It just wasn't great.
2: No, he was. He was. He's as boring as Natty.
1: Jim did. Jim Neidhart had a ton of charisma.
2: Yeah, but no one cared. I feel. No offense, Natty. So
0: so effectively what we're saying, Justin, is a lot of the hearts had charisma. All right, fair enough. Um, Natty <laughs> is just not one of them.
2: Duly noted. Okay. You know who doesn't, though? Her husband.
1: Tyson, Tyson Kidd, no oh. charisma whatever. That's why they get along.
2: That's the hearts right. are going to hate our podcast. <laughs> nope, not Bre- not Brett. Nope, he won't remember Brett.
0: it.
1: Oh Jesus! Oh, wow! Oh! Ho, 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 ho. You really speared them right into that one, didn't you? you? Won't listen. We'll just go there.
2: Uh, okay, we'll <sighs> right and the thing, I
1: actually avoided saying, Owen would love our podcast. Oh wait.
2: Oh no! Cut all of this out. Do not put this on. This is horrible. This is over the edge. Ah. Oh. Oh, this okay. is well, that's
1: probably the most insensitive podcast we've ever done yeah, in yeah. about four minutes.
0: So, we're going to move on. Roll on. <laughs> Who wants to challenge me? Nullify, vilify, or Dify? Uh You I'm can first. go
1: first. Oh, okay. you want me to go first? I'll, uh, I'll go however
2: through. you can. You go first.
1: All right. Um, I was my thought process was to go uh, again. I really like to not use people sometimes on these, so um, I'm gonna use a not person again. Um, and I'm gonna give you events that changed what uh whether or not we watched anything live or not. So I'm going to go with um, coronavirus versus Benoit's death versus um I'm trying to remember what the fourth one or the third one i had was uh oh owen's death and go
0: jesus it's
2: gonna yeah. how do we do this This is gonna get <laughs> dark um what is the dark side of the ring two two of those are the on other, the dark side of the ring option, two.
1: the other option was to take was to do was to do benoit's death or um uh hurricane katrina cuz that actually resulted in a move of location which was okay
0: but so um coronavirus gets nullified um
1: it's done the most
0: damage i would say yes if only because it's the most widespread and yeah. uh and so just get rid of it right um the other two are tougher way tougher um and I you know we're we're gonna have to at least caveat when I say DFI, it is not meaning I want it to happen
1: one way or another. It's, it's saying that if you had to if 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 you could only get rid of one of them, which one are you are you getting rid of? which one makes less impact in your life? Yes,
2: and um, which one would you th- cripple the cross face? Too soon? I think Oh <laughs> I think
0: jeez, ah, it's so tough. I would I would vilify Owen's death over oh, uh, And and you're here's saying, why. You're saying
1: it causes less of a painful impact or caused more of a painful impact.
0: Yeah, it caused more painful impact in this way, right? Don't get me wrong, um, uh, Both ben, Benoit's death was horrible, Benoit's, what he did was horrible, um, and all that, but it did not happen in a wrestling ring, and it did not happen live in front of 50,000 fans, however many people were there, mm. right? Uh... And so that's that's the tipping factor for that, for me. If I if I had to, yeah, be stuck with one still existing and one not. Yes, that'd be what it would be. Is um, and you know, Benoit's crime, Benoit's issue in the end. Um, yes, it affected people. Um, not trying to diminish it in any way, shape, or form, but um, like most of the people close to it are still involved in professional wrestling in some way, shape, or form, right? Uh, Owen Hart's tragedy destroyed Bret Hart, right? It ruined him uh, internally. He was never the same after that. And so, so yeah, that's that's the one of them that God, this hurts, but yeah. Well, I
1: mean it, that that's where we're at. I mean we're we're looking at the effect of this existing. How does it affect wrestling versus these other two incredibly painful moments in past? And that's why I bring them up. I don't bring them up to be dark and morbid and all that stuff. But that's where we're at right now is that every episode is a reminder of the pain that's kind of going on in the world right now. Um, And I understand why you nullified it it out because those other two pains are more limited than in, in scope, what coronavirus is, so yeah. Hmm. Those pains suck though. All of them suck, and I'm not saying uh. that none of them suck.
0: Yes,
2: all of them sucked. For sure. Um, in that route, um, yeah. So we're gonna have to get rid of the uh, COVID nineteen virus for sure. Um, I would swap it though. I would, um. The more impactful one, I would say, still it's bad either way. Most more impactful one, I w- we would get rid of, uh, we would push down. Or the most impactful one to me was the 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 Chris Benoit uh, double homicide suicide, just because uh, a child was involved. Um, yes, Owen Hart's death was in an arena. Um, it was an accident it was a malfunction it did certainly affect a lot of people in the Hart family and all that Um, but at the same time regardless of Chris Benoit's mentality and why he did such a thing still it was very horrific so I would have to push that um, pain all the way down just because it, his, his child was involved and to have to go like that go he suffocated his child with the crippler crossface I believe if I'm not mistaken or it was a pillow or something or no I think it was uh, yeah.
0: as far as I know the official report never actually came out but the the rumor was that yeah he crossfaced him
2: yeah so i don't know that honestly gosh i didn't know that that's oh and that was a shocker and that affected a lot of people um it was just um triple effect there too and it could have possibly have been stopped if if you've watched the first episode of dark side of the ring where you know after eddie's death uh benoit wasn't the same essentially after that he was always he just would still go to work and so on and so forth after the funeral of eddie's death he actually went on a trip overseas to go wrestle and this guy was sobbing so much Uh, at Eddie's funeral he clearly wasn't in the right state so I think that also could have been stopped somehow or WWE could have said no listen go like don't you know who knows if that would have even helped Uh, maybe something drastic would have happened sooner rather than a year and a half later Um, but yeah it's so I just that story hit me hard, I know it hit the wrestling community hard uh, all st- more ways than one for those that knew Benoit um, for the outlook it had on the wrestling community because of the whole road rage thing and so on and so forth of them basically blasphemizing WWE for all of that and the wrestling community um, Owen Hart's although very, very tragic as well uh, it was an unfortunate mishap and I think that is the lesser, essentially, of two evils in that regard. So that's how I'm going to have to do it.
0: And, and like I said, I can't argue with that right. at all. No, however, I however, I will point out that uh, the Benoit situation has led to uh, more testing for concussions and, and all of that. Um, that weren't didn't exist before that, so mm. it's actually led to good things in the okay. wrestling community. Um, whereas Owen Hart's death, I mean, yeah, it they stopped dropping people from the ceiling on on ropes, and that's about it. You know, right. it didn't change the way that they handled uh, post concussion syndrome. So, right. But, but, like I say, I can't exactly argue with it. You know, these mm. all affected us. And Benoit is still one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Right. And I struggle on on a regular basis with how do we how do how we do we have him
1: conversations about it?
0: In the ring without without glorifying or you know, ignoring what he did outside the ring? and uh and it's a, it's a tough there's no real good, good answer to it. Um, I think we actually
1: had an episode on this where where the answer basically the answer is is you don't. Mm-hmm. You you simply you allow an accomplishment to be an accomplishment without without at all and, well, and always being sensitive to the fact that that was something terrible that happened I mean At the same time as we're sensitive to that We're also kind of sensitive to to I mean Like it or not And, and I know Kevin Sullivan's direct family Wasn't involved but that was That was his ex-wife You know <laughs> that was a woman he loved at one point Yeah um, You know there's, so there's more than just That little moment involved
0: Well and... yeah and how does he feel Because in many ways his he was responsible for yeah, her I mean, he, up with him. He booked
1: he, he booked himself into a divorce.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, as horrible as that sounds, that's exactly what he did, mm-hmm. and and set those two up together essentially with booking. This is why you don't book. This is why you don't book around your marriage. Yeah. Um, and we said that with the Rusev and Lana storyline. Um, It can cause severe issues there. Um, But, and I didn't, it was not intended to be as morbid as that came across.
0: Well, and, yeah, yeah. and just, I mean, talking about Benoit, you know, they, like I said, we have to, it's a struggle and there's no right answer to it. But at the same point, you know, uh, OJ Simpson is still in the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, regardless of what he allegedly did. Right. right? still um, has a Heisman ring. A still has a Heisman ring, regardless of what he allegedly did.
2: Um, but that's and, because he was found not guilty, though. Um, Essentially. Yeah,
0: but not guilty is different than innocent. And that's, sure. that's a very important legal uh, distinction. For not sure. guilty just meant we couldn't prove that you did it. Right. Um, but... Uh, but so, you know, in, in the case of Benoit, you, we have to at least acknowledge his accomplishments beforehand. And there, maybe someday in the future, we'll be able to um, uh, look at Benoit's accomplishments and appreciate what he did in the ring and still say, listen, at the time we did not know what we know now about uh, C- concussion and CTE, right? And since then, we have done a lot to improve our diagnosis of CTE and concussion syndromes and decrease them. We've even changed and, and gotten rid of certain moves. Uh, very, very few people do uh, diving headbutt anymore. And uh, when um, Lars Sullivan did it, I cringed. And I said, no, he needs to not do that. Uh, because... We now know uh, how much damage that can cause. So, um, so we, at some point, and it, and it might not be for decades. You know, this is still fresh in a lot of people's minds, and it was seventeen years ago. Yeah. Um, and so, it it might be. I'll be an old man probably if it ever comes to it, where we can truly say uh, and talk about what he did in the ring without and separate it from what he did outside of the ring. So uh,
1: I'll, I'll give a uh, counterpoint to that because you mentioned OJ Simpson, Pete Rose still isn't in the baseball hall of fame. And And so if we're going to treat a crime, crime, (laughs) well, the, the, um,
0: the the difference there is, uh, Pete Rose's crime was directly related to baseball so, now, I'm not defending it I, I think Pete Rose's accomplishments In baseball de- deserve him To be in the Hall of Fame regardless I think of-
1: his accomplishments deserve more To be in the Baseball Hall of Fame Than do Than do Benoit To put him in the Wrestling Hall of Fame Especially now knowing Because I did not know until tonight That he had cross-faced his son To death mm-hmm. no, I again. think
0: it's As far as I know, it has never been one hundred percent stated, and all that. It might just be rumors and and uh, yeah. legend from from the fans, but that's the speculation that I had heard. Um, but like I say, as far as I know, the police just list asphyxiation as the cause of death.
2: Via cross, via cross. of which, neither
1: of which, do does a child deserve?
0: No. Of course, and and that's why I say I, I mean, we need to be able to. I mean, he was obviously not in his right mind. Um, no, I think we can say that solidly. Um, and so, you know, insanity <laughs> is and delusions and uh, fugue states, and all of these are symptoms of concussion syndrome, right? Uh, so. But this is this has gone to a dark place. So let's move on. So uh, yeah, that wasn't
1: my goal, I, and I apologize for that. I, I just which one had the biggest impact was really what I was saying, and and uh, I I have to agree with all of the above. Mm.
0: They all had the biggest impact. <laughs> I would agree. Okay, let's lighten this oh. up, Justin. Uh, yes, obvious. for sure. Sorry to so, go dark I, there. I,
2: I absolutely so um all right so yeah gave me time to think so thank you guys for that that was uh very troubling and sad but we got through it guys good job um so i would like you i i can never do the nullify vilify i always forget which one's which um so i would like you to pick out of these three i'm going with wrestlers out of these three wrestlers On who you'd get rid of Who you'd push to the card And who you'd push to the top It's going to be hard But we are going to do it with It's going to be a weird one But they're all both. All, all three amazing wrestlers So we're going to go with your Intercontinental Champion Shami- Sami Zayn Okay. We also are going with Your awesome one The Miz And we are also going to go with Mr. K.O. himself, Kevin Owens.
1: God, I really feel like I wish that The Miz was from Canada now. Because I, hey. I thought when you said Sami Zayn, I thought you were going Canadian.
2: Ooh, well, I could change it to a Canadian if you want. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. I,
2: I, I think the Canadian one would actually be even no, harder.
0: no. Nope, nope, Kevin Bacon wasn't in Footloose. <laughs> no, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Look it I'll up go first. <laughs> I'll go first. Um
1: The Miz is already a villain. Miz is gonna be vilified. So that's fine. He's he's a villain. He's at the bottom of the card. Yes, he holds the tag championships, but he probably he will never be back at the um, world champion level again. Um, and that's okay. And I think he's accepted that and that's okay. He plays a role now. Um Were you gonna throw Edge in as the other one instead of the Miz? Is that who no, you're
2: thinking? No, oh, I was thinking Jericho.
1: Was oh. Oh. I could have done that. That would have been easier than Easier? This. I, oh. Yeah, okay. maybe I don't know. But no, we're okay. Um <laughs> Kevin Owens is going to the top of the card because uh, I love him as world as the Universal Champion or World Champion or any champion. Mm-hmm. And Sami Zayn has his best days were NXT, and and that's that's writing. And I understand that's that's writing. Um, but Sami Zayn can can be out of wrestling. Damn.
0: Ouch hurt me. Um, but you're I'm gonna, gonna hurt you. Switch, you're only gonna switch Sami and Miz. Um, no, I'm gonna switch kind of all three of them. Um, like, and and, and this is not uh, knocking KO at all. Uh, you son of a bitch! I really think, uh, Sammy deserves to be a, a shot at the top of the card. Um, deified, I, okay. So Sammy's deified, KO's vilified temporarily. He'll work his way back up, and Miz gets nullified.
1: <gasps> because because he's had his run is that what you're saying there or what he's
0: had his run he also has a backup plan in Ms and Mrs um and a potential movie career arguably you know I don't know. the Marine 17. yeah they, they they'll do 30 more of those and...
2: were any of them actually good
0: you know right. they weren't they weren't like Hollywood blockbuster sort of things but for Direct to DVD, brain dead movies they weren't weren't bad to watch yeah. um the only I, one
1: I... i'm surprised there hasn't been a feud between him and cena over him riding cena, cena's coattails.
0: yeah i i i just the only one i couldn't get into uh was the one with ted DiBiase junior it was bad that was bad um
1: but the I'm, cena I'm one glad was like okay. the miz is consistently the marine now i really do enjoy
0: that so go on, sorry. But so yeah, so so Miz gets nullified out and uh leaves the other two Canadians to hold down the fort.
2: Again. Hmm. Alright. Fair enough. Fair do enough. I pick my own or no nah. Okay. We it's, didn't do yeah. it with the
0: other one, so Oh, that's yeah, true. And I don't okay. want to do it for mine, so
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't want to go back to that. So we're, we're, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> in fact, I think we're probably going to just wrap this up tonight. Uh, we've uh, gone on quite a few little tangents and, and uh, went on for a little bit of time. So um, unless either of you have something you want to bring up and discuss, we will bring this to a close. Let's close it. Awesome. So uh, I've said before to make sure to follow us on Twitter and the social medias. You can find me on Twitter at raw and order WBU. You can find DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. And you can
2: find Justin at at JLB 420 real talk. Radio's Twitter is real talk. Radio eight.
0: And, um, you know, subscribe to us if you haven't already. Make sure to click that subscribe or follow or like or whatever button on whatever podcast platform you use. Uh, Head over to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. It really helps us out when we get five stars. And I forgot to write a joke. It's just like a joke for this. So we're going to move on. Um, And then uh, we have our Wix sites. You can find that in the pinned tweet on my uh, Twitter or in the show notes for this uh, episode. There you can find all the ways to enjoy it. You can listen to the show right on your web browser. So if you are working from home now due to Corona, you uh, don't have to listen on your phone through an app or whatever. You can just go to our Wix site and listen right there. Um, you can read our blog. We're posting more and more stuff. We're—I'm probably gonna try to post WrestleMania predictions on there, but it's—it's kind of hard because they're gonna be pre-recording everything. And
2: who Well, knows. if you're gonna do it, you got to do it by tomorrow because that yes. rumor is still that they're taping tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm.
0: That's the rumor. So, um,
2: so we'll
1: all have to get you. We'll have to put together what card we know and get, get it to you.
0: Yep. Yep. But so, and then uh, you can also use the Wix app. Link is in the doobly do um, to to uh, follow us, to read our blog right there on your phone, to uh, send us messages directly, and interact with us directly through there. Um, uh, but as uh, I said before, we will wrap this up, close the book on the FBI. So thanks for listening, and we will see you soon with our Wednesday night reviews. Yeah, with doobly-doos.